part two. I, we weren't supposed to cover this. We were supposed to only talk we about were, high we risk. We were not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and it turns out that there wasn't enough to talk about high risk. Well, I mean, we're at like the we're at, we're like an hour in already, but um, in terms of fights, there wasn't enough to talk about for high risk. Yeah. So we were like, all right, well, let's you know, let's tack on City Hunters because of, of the connection. And I want to say that there's only three fights I would that are worth talking about in this movie. Mm-hmm. There are a little more action and like little scuffles sprinkled out. Uh, throughout the film but i feel like in terms of our format they're not really worth talking about right okay um but yeah um well let's start off because there's many avenues you can go with oh I, okay i can say that now that we've talked about a lot of the 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 beef that is uh, that eventually culminated into um high risk i guess we could just actually just focus on city hunter as the movie uh mm-hmm. and maybe sprinkle in some of that that like you know, influence that might have you know actually turned into uh, like clearly is um, the problems with, that happens between Wang Jing and Jackie Chan in terms of like creating this movie. Um, so like we were saying before, Wang Jing, you know, he's very much like a uh, he wants to do everything you know like as quickly as possible. He's very much like a you know, like get the movie done as uh, you know like uh, however necessary. Whereas Jackie's more perfectionist, and that can be a problem. Um, and you know that's one element of it, but also. Jackie Chan isn't doesn't normally portray like the character that he is in this movie, uh, and that's actually for PR reasons, but also just Jackie as a whole. Like he doesn't like playing the character that he you know is in this movie. In this movie, he's like a womanizer. He sleeps all the time. Uh, sleeps around. Uh, he uh, you know he he's like kind of conceited. Uh, yeah, he's 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 a little overtly cocky, and uh, I. I man, I haven't seen this since college, but this is the first. Not it, it's not the first time, but this is like the most one of the more memorable moments uh, where uh, I've seen Jackie Chan kill somebody. Yeah, that's another. That was and, another and trait he, I was gonna say. And he does it so like lackadaisically. He's <laughs> just he's like, "Oops, I didn't mean to shoot you." <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it's like yeah. played for comedy. It's so strange. To see because he's you know he has built up this movie persona he's the nice guy he doesn't want to use guns he'll he only fights when he has to and in this film he's kind of walking around he's kind of gun toting at uh, certain moments and and it's not like he's he's uh doing it without uh reason they there are terrorists on this cruise ship that they're on and they are fight you know they're trying to kill him as well so it's not like it's uncalled for but it's right. Very surprising to see Jackie Chan shoot somebody dead. <laughs> yeah, that's another quality that you know you wouldn't expect Jackie Chan to be doing. So I, I'm sure that's also another reason why Jackie might have had problems with this movie. Um, but he signed on for it, so whatever, you know, that, that's on him. Uh, but yeah, so City Hunter as a whole, I want to talk about this. People actually think about uh, Jackie Chan's older filmography or filmography in general, and they think. Uh, you know, like in terms of his better movies, you know, like this shows up at least in the top 10, top 15. Really? Uh, I mean, Jackie's done a lot of movies, so you, know, you can't even say that for a lot. You can't even do a top 15 for a lot of actors. So, you know, like <laughs> Jackie's done so many fucking movies. I can't even place it on the top 20. I, I actually don't <laughs> like this movie. <laughs> yeah, it, it, this, is, this is a weird one for me. Uh-huh. Uh, I like weird little things about this movie, but as a whole, it's... It it does not 
it does not work. It's like um, it's like that episode of Friends when uh, Rachel fucks up the the recipe. She she takes like the beef recipe and then the dessert <laughs> recipe and she combines them together. <laughs> oh yeah, wasn't she like? Cake's not supposed to have meat. Meat? No. Yeah, ex- cake's not exactly. supposed to have meat. Exactly. So it's kind of like, you know, you take you take a bunch of odd elements that I enjoy, mm-hmm. but it just, when it comes together, it, it <laughs> no, no. Cake doesn't have beef. This is pretty much like my final review of this of this movie. Uh yeah, well the first I mean the first 5 minutes of the movie is exposition dump, um establishing the characters and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that exposition dumps. But it, the problem with it is it sets up the c- tone of comedy in the movie. And mm-hmm. it's just, uh, it's really slapsticky. It's really wacky. And I'm, and you were saying this throughout the move, the move, well, the watching of this movie, um, that it's probably trying to borrow like the manga, um, manga elements that it's, it's based off of. Oh, by the way, City Hunter is based off of a Japanese manga of the same name. Uh, that 1987 or something like that. I don't know anything about that manga or any manga, to be, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's a comedic manga. I looked it up a little bit in preparation for this episode. Apparently, uh, the basic gist of it is the same. It's about a... And this kind of boils down the plot, too. It's about a private detective who is a womanizer who only who always thinks about sex or food, and that's it. <laughs> See, I can get behind a character like that. I generally, <laughs> I generally kind of enjoy those un-PC, 80s, 90s, you know, perverted sex comedies. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this I would think that I would like this kind of movie, but uh, <laughs> something about it, I think, I think it's just the overall plot that I could not get on board with. Mm. Well, uh, see, I'm okay with that too. I'm okay with the premise of the character and like building a world around that. But the problem is Wong Jing's style of comedy works against that because it's so slapsticky. Um, and yeah, okay, maybe it's not his style of humor, but it's the, that he's trying to emulate um, a comic book too much, mm-hmm. and he's taking the wrong elements of comic books. Uh, you know, because what this is the early '90s. No one took comic books seriously in terms mm-hmm. of film adaptations. They thought, oh, comic books, childish. That's uh, that's all we need uh, in terms of like adapting um uh you know that that format uh, into a movie but uh, i think he took the he got the wrong lessons from that and this movie kind of shows it's really annoying with the comedy <laughs> so uh i don't think uh wang jing style is out of place here so much because it, based on his other movies i've seen like yeah he does he does a lot of slapstick sometimes it is a little too much in this one i think for me personally uh what is hitting me over the head a little bit too much is the uh, sound design and the music. They, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how accurate this is, but they said that they literally took Hanna-Barbera cartoon sound effects and they used mm-hmm. those throughout the entire film. It, oh, yeah. And there's this very whimsical, uh, kind of happy-go-lucky music going on during fight scenes where it seems like it should be a little more serious. And... I had to mute it um, with the with the first fight uh, for me, which is when he fights the um, the, the blonde guy who later uh, Gary Daniels. Yeah, when he fights Gary Daniels, like there's mm-hmm. there you know there's kind of some cheesy sound effects going on, and it was mm-hmm. it was really distracting me. I had to mute mute the fight to to rewatch it and get into yeah. it. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, th- that those Hanna Barbera, literally Hanna Barbera sound effects, uh, because this movie isn't afraid to say it. Like they actually kind of ripped it off. Um, I mean, that and also the uh, another popular uh, IP that's also in the movie. We'll get to that in a second. Um, you know, this movie like not only takes it, but they throw it through, throw it into the movie in the worst possible way, which is you know, like it's inter, like all those cartoony sound effects are interspliced with all the comedy moments and it's and even moments where it shouldn't be comedic like you're seeing a cool like a badass action fight uh, action scene and you know like the only thing that's supposed that's making it even remotely funny or comedic is the sound effects but they, like you like what you did before if you muted the sound effects and you saw it out of context it could just be seen as like a you know like a serious I like, I like that Gary Daniels fight you're talking about. Yeah, it it's good. Uh, I I was so distracted by the the sound effects though. Uh, it you know like the last fight when uh, Jackie fights uh, Richard Norton, he starts doing uh, physical comedy literally. Like he's da- he's doing these eighties uh, b boy pop and lock dance yep. moves. So yeah, you know I I get it. It it works there, but in other moments of the movie, I just I wish they just toned that down a lot more. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, okay. That we kind of briefly touched about upon in the other review. So we'll get to that, you know, that Richard Norton fight. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess, like, what else is there to talk about? Uh, before we actually get into the fight scenes, is there anything besides the fucking sound effects? Um, well, okay, fine. I do want to mention that there is a, uh, you know, uh, someone in the movie that I, I was thoroughly disappointed with. Um, his, the actor's name is Gary Daniels. And our introduction to the character is so like it, it's like building all the hype because yeah. it builds up so much fucking hype because this guy like you see the dude shirtless really brolic looking dude incredibly flexible incredibly nimble he's like throwing all these incredibly swift kicks shadow boxing in his hotel room you know like what, what do you think of when you think of when you see that you're thinking oh wow this is gonna be he's gonna be an amazing opponent and you can you want to see him do some incredible martial arts and I've, I've looked up his filmography uh, after and, and just to research him. And like he, he's done a lot. You know, he, he clearly had he's made a, a name for himself as well. So watching this movie, you want to see him fight. Unfortunately, the fight scene that he's most known for in this movie with Jackie is it's kind of like a throwaway. Well, it's 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 just a comedy. It's a large comedy gag fight scene. Uh, I would say like it, it's it's put in there. It, it serves no purpose to the plot. It doesn't move anything along. It just so happens that they go into this arcade and then they're magically transformed into these characters. <sighs> Man, I don't know. Uh, a lot of see, like, I'm shitting on this right now, but there's a lot of people who love that scene. I like I'm, that scene. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't hate it like you do. You know what it is like. I just—it's so stupid that I and I and I didn't watch it to death. I saw it once and I was like, ah, that's funny. And then I just <laughs> ne- and I never thought about it again. And then uh, when we when we rewatched it, I was like, ah, oh, you know, it's cute. It's cute. Yeah. They they stole an IP without permission. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not, we're gonna hold off on revealing what that is until we actually talk about that. Sure. So um, okay, a, a little bit about the movie. 
well, there's a little bit of stunt work that go on in the movie. There's a there's a skateboard scene, which you know they're they're skateboarding through the streets. Uh, so this is where the one of the early instances where I can kind of see where there'd be a beef between Wang Jing and Jackie because Jackie hurt his ankle uh, during the skateboarding scene. One of one of the uh, stunt works. Uh, they had to use stunt doubles. And again, I'm sure that Wong Jing not having work with Jackie, this is his impression of Jackie. It's like, oh, he uses stunt doubles. But obviously he would use stunt doubles if he's injured. Yeah, and the guy but, you know, like, and the guy's not a skateboarder either. So right. what, what do you expect? Right, right. I, I just like, I'm trying to rationalize, like if I was in Wong Jing's shoes, like, and you're working with a guy whose prolific career is being a man who claims to do all his own stunts, you can you can understand like why when you work with him and he's not you doing his own stunts you get disillusioned by it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm just I'm just trying to figure that out. You know, like just pointing out all the the pro, like the uh, potential beef that could could have like arisen from him, from the two of them. Um, yeah, so there's a skateboarding. There's just uh, there's like there is like uh, you know there's like this really fun scene inside the uh, the car the car lot where where Jackie sleeps lives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah he, yeah, he sleeps in and the so, car garage. Yeah, or, yeah, car garage. It's like a double touch. <laughs> well, um, yeah. The apparently this garage is supposed to resemble what Jackie's actual garage looks like. So I don't know. Uh, well, there's like cute moments where, uh, not cute, but they're cool moments where he's like using the the cars as, uh, you know, flipping, you know, like to flip off of and everything. But the one thing that like I. I like to hone in on here is that it really shows how much of a scumbag Jackie is. Well, <laughs> because, you know, he, should probably clarify that his character is in this movie. I mean, oh yeah, Jackie the character. <laughs> Jackie the character is being held up at uh well, he's being held up uh tied up with rope and, and being assaulted by a bunch of women whose husbands are in jail because of him. So, there, he's being assaulted and in the end uh I mean, like, it doesn't look good because, like, he, he, get, he in one shot, he looks like he's, you know, about to, you know, have a party with these, these women, however you can, you know, interpret that however you'd like. Uh, but in the way that this scene ends is he gets, he breaks free of his bondage and he goes, she goes off screen and uh, attacks these women for attacking him in revenge. But you just see, like, bras and skirts flying into <laughs> yeah. the shot. It's like, what is he doing to them? So he's beating them so hard that their clothes are flying off. Yeah, yeah. that's totally. I mean, there's clearly more to that. <laughs> right, right, right. I am. Uh, I'm not going to rationalize what's really going on, but based on the visual, you know, he's he's you know he's giving them such a whooping that their clothes fly off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. Uh, okay, well, we can set up the actual. Uh, the, the movie which is jackie is trying to win back the the secretary and or the uh the woman of his life i guess um who is now going on a cruise ship and he he boards he stows onto this, this cruise ship but it gets attacked by terrorists <laughs> yeah, Coi- yeah coincidentally there's there's also like um he has this job the has to do to find somebody's missing daughter. She's also mm-hmm. on the, the cruise ship. I don't care. <laughs> it all uh, it all just kind of converges and you're just like, ooh, coincidence. In the middle of all this, there is um in the middle of all this, there is this just random song and dance sequence that just comes out of nowhere. In some cuts, this isn't even included. 
that should be in all cuts because this song and dance number goes on way too long and it's not necessary at all. Yep. I, I think I was asking you because uh, they didn't translate what was being said. And I thought, mm-hmm. oh, maybe uh, maybe that's like the Greek chorus. Maybe they're, you know, retelling the events of the movie thus far. Nope. nope. <laughs> nope. It, it's They're just basically saying, like, you can do whatever you want on this boat, which I guess you can kind of say true because the one thing that you can do on this boat is gamble. And you can't do that in Hong Kong. Hong Kong, it's it's legal to gamble uh, gamble in Hong Kong. Um, oh. Yeah. So there, that kind of segues into introducing the uh, the gambler character, the gambit character that you said. Oh, can we can we not go into that? <laughs> like, I feel like the, <laughs> I feel like all those secondary characters are just so pointless. They don't well, really don't add anything. Okay, sure. Uh, really quickly. Sure. Uh, that's I just want to mention the actor who is played by Lightning, who is also another famous singer slash actor, mostly known for singing in Hong Kong. Um, and there's there's just slightly enough of him in the movie where, you know, like he's doing his own martial arts too, but very slight because it was really it's just focusing on him throwing cards and they can, I guess he throws a card so hard that they like pierce people's skulls and kills yep. them. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he's he literally is gambit minus the exploding Ex- cards the, the, <laughs> yeah. the cards are just you know knives at this point right 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 but um all right like you said before let's actually just talk about the actual fights mm-hmm. and the first real fight is in the uh theater which is actually the fight i like <laughs> no one likes to talk about this see one. i was gonna There's- say like i don't think this one is really worth talking about in terms of our structure like <sighs> It's so basic in terms of what's going on. It's mm-hmm. I feel like this is more physical comedy than mm-hmm. actual fight choreography. Well, there's a, a small amount of fight choreography. It's mm-hmm. not a lot, but I, I think it's it's worthy to talk about just because of the well, maybe the setup <sighs> is is yeah, more more interesting than the fight itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well what is it? It, it, it? They Jackie goes into a room in, into a theater. Uh, and on screen, coincidentally, they're playing Game of Death, mm-hmm. uh, in which with Bruce Lee, uh, it, it's this, it's a famous scene between Bruce Lee and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, and if you know anything about that scene, Bruce Lee, small, small, talented martial artist, takes on really tall black basketball player uh, who basically you know has all the height advantage against him. Um, so in this movie. Uh, you know, like Jackie comes into a scene um, oh, and he's taking on two two basketball players, <laughs> essentially. Uh, so he's kind of like upping the ante of like what Bruce Lee did. And what the like, I guess you can see it as kind of cute because what's happening on screen is kind of giving Jackie the cues, uh, it, you know, to actually take down these these opponents. And there, there's enough in here that like I thought was kind of clever. I'm not gonna give the movie that much benefit, you know, than saying that it the move that this is clever, but it's kind of clever. Uh, that what for- uh, the movie that's on screen is giving him the answers to to beat the opponents. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. There, there's like a sprinkling of like like oh, this is cute. This is clever. It feels like there's there's thought behind this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm not completely against it. You know, I like that. You know, Jackie takes his own um, approaches to things. That I'm using. I'm inter- analyzing this too much. Like there's, I'm, I'm looking into the subtext. You know, like Jackie is kind of following the footsteps of Bruce Lee, but not really. Just like in real life, 
And he's using his own approaches to take down the opponents in a comedic fashion, as opposed to Bruce Lee, who takes it, takes it more seriously, just like in real life. So I, I don't know. I like I this this fight, if only a little bit, because you know there's something for me to latch onto because I, I like the um, you know I like reading into this particular fight scene. Mm-hmm. It's very obvious. It's super explicit. Like anyone could see it that way yeah. too. Uh, I think the only thing I liked about this fight is there's a moment where the you know the black the very tall black terrorist uh, there he and Jackie are on opposite ends of the theater seats and he Jackie's leg is kind of draped over the row of seats and oh, yeah. the terrorist drags his leg <laughs> thus dragging his testicles across rows and rows and rows and rows and rows and rows of chairs and we get we get two fun cuts of him just like going balls over the you know the, the edges of these chairs and uh it's good. I got. I got to make a gif of that. <laughs> but you have to reverse it too, so you can see him like sliding back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll do that. I'll just have it go back and forth. You just you just feel the rug burn as it's happening. <laughs> yeah, like Jackie gets a hero pose against the the drapes too, where he's like dangling himself horizontally, falls. Eh, cool. Fucking. Uh, fucking. Uh, I can hear the the. The the Yogi Bear sound effects as soon as he falls to the ground, like boing, mm-hmm. fucking uh, ruining it uh, with the very explicit comedy. Uh, yeah, but anyways, I like this fight scene. If if it's short and not really a martial arts scene, I'm okay with it. Uh, but I guess like do we if we want to fast forward, we get that really short scene where uh, well, that isn't not really. Well, it's the the bedroom no, fight. The Gary Daniels. I would scene. say the 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 Gary Daniels fight would be next. Well, there, there's moments in between, like short moments where Jackie's taking down henchmen. Um, they're not fight scenes. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't uh, think we se. need to really discuss that. Right. Well, yeah, you know what? Watching this without sound, you're right. It, it does seem more of Jackie's style, although it is weird that he's shooting people like by a point blank range. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that, that's, is that Jackie? That's, that's kind of weird. But yeah, okay. So the Gary Daniels part one, like really, like point five, part point five. Um, it, it's like a short-lived, like not fully realized fight between Gary Daniels and Jackie. And I wanted more of things like this, you know, because, you know, we can actually see Gary Daniels' talent here because the, this fight, you can see the back and forth between the two actors, the act, two performers. Um, there's, you know, a lot of choreography going on here. And just to set up the fight, uh, Gary Daniels is about to sexually assault a character in a comedic way <laughs> yeah it's uh very yeah it's, this wouldn't play in today's cl- climate but uh no nope. but you know it's funny sexual assault is funny in these movies <laughs> oh, in these, in these yeah. movies at that time um mm-hmm. but uh, you know it's, it's one of those things where you know the girl wasn't in any immediate danger you know what kind of movie yeah. this is they're they're yeah. making a joke that just is not very pc mm-hmm. Right, of course, of course. You know, I mean, back back in the early '90s, like you know, that's the you know, it's a product of its time. Yeah. Uh, so the fight between them, it, it almost feels like sparring. You know, like fun sparring in a way. I don't, I don't know if you got that vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just kind of exchanging uh, uh, jabs and you know, jabs and you know, light hooks. You know, they're really not like. It doesn't seem like they're out for blood. You know, they're they're just kind of like testing the waters. And I, you know, like it, it almost felt like it. This could lead up to a much bigger fight mm-hmm. easily that like with a lot more spectacle to it and we i guess in a way i know did that 
but I wanted more of this. Right, you know, right. This is the kind of action this, I want. This is a this is a really good uh, short little fight. And one of the things I noticed here is the editing is really, really good. They yes. they made these two performers look uh, very, very fluent on screen. So you'll notice that uh, if you look at the if you look at how it's edited, you'll notice that um, the beginning of the fight there is there is not too many combinations being thrown before it cuts to a different right. shot, and mm-hmm. it is consistently doing that uh, throughout the whole this whole whole set of choreography. Uh, we do get a moment where it breaks 180, where sides are flipped. But the thing that they do correctly is it when it when it breaks that line, it's in a wider shot. And because Jackie and uh, Gary Daniels is his name, mm-hmm. and right. Gary are dressed in black and then white respectively, we know where they are on screen. So yes, it it it, it is a little jarring at first, but because the fight doesn't stop, our eyes do have. Uh, that moment to readjust be like okay that's where he is unlike yeah. where i mentioned in the uh you know in the previous episode with the grandmaster when you when you do that but the camera is fucking right in the you know in the person's face and then you flip mm-hmm. them to the other side of the screen it's uh, it's so confusing so yeah they do it yeah. here and it, and it's okay because we know where they are right right yeah like it, it, the placement of the characters is very important obviously you, you need to know where everyone is um well in terms of the actual uh, fighting, uh, like their their sequences, uh, you know, like uh, you know, again, G- Gary looks like he's. I, I, I guess like the, the intensity does ramp up, but the, uh, Gary's showing us a showcase of giving us a showcase of like his kicking talent. You know, he's not show, throwing those high kicks, but you know he's capable of it. You know, like the you know, like as you see in the that earlier shot where we introduced to him. So like I was, you know, like it feels like a really nice small tasting of it. Unfortunately, you realize this is the only thing that really comes to an actual fight between these two. Yeah, uh, it's it's a sh- it's a missed opportunity, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Uh, I I I've noticed one of the things I noticed too about this fight is there's a lot of haymakers being thrown. So mm-hmm. like where you have this like really really wide circular punch, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, trying to basically swipe the person's face. Like I feel like that's right. not so popular in fight choreography because it makes it come across as kind of basic. Like that, that seems like an American move. Like if you think of like the old Western movies where when they're not shooting, like, oh, let me, let me, let me <laughs> yeah. sock, you know, let me knock them out with this really huge telegraph punch. And yep. they do it, they do it well here in that you'll notice when they're, they both start throwing like these kind of wide haymaker style punches at each other. And then you see their um, forearms uh, kind of clip, like they blo- they're blocking each other with the forearms as they're throwing these haymakers. And right. The choreography uh, starts going longer as the edits start getting uh, they st- while they stop editing. So you start to getting little longer uh, segments of choreography until the end, where you get this really really nice sequence where they're just blocking and hitting and blocking and hitting before finally you know it cuts and then he hits them on the bed and then he you know flips out of it and double kicks them. Yeah, yeah. That 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 one stunt of Jackie uh, basically doing a back on onto his stomach and then flipping like another 180 to deliver the kick that's been replicated on YouTube so many times. Uh, <laughs> hey, I don't know. I don't know if you originated this, but you know, th- this is, you know, it's a very impressive stunt. Um, yeah, and that's it, how it, the fight ends. Yeah. The physicality is great. And uh, the slapsticky comedy of it works really well too, because you know, he's, he, you think he lost because, Oh, he got, he flipped him over, but then he comes back using the springs of the bed to yep. just double kick him. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, well, uh, 
it feels like the the momentum could have kept going because like it doesn't seem like either character really won the fight and yeah. then the plot continues <laughs> it interrupts this the momentum um yeah richard norton's like hey what are you guys doing <laughs> can i can i be in this movie <laughs> well i i like richard norton in the movie uh but yeah like uh, i don't know like i i really want this one fight to continue uh, yeah. But we do get a continuation a couple, you know, what, like 10-ish, 15 minutes afterwards. Uh, we get more gun uh, gunfights throughout the film. We get some stunt work uh, with some non, you know, like with, with some supporting characters played by some actors who aren't martial artists. So, you know, I appreciate that stuff. We're gla- we're kind of, uh, gl- you know, glazing over glazing it right over. now. Yeah. yeah, but I think it's, you know, I, I, I want to give them any props I can, uh, especially since, you know, it seems like there was effort put into that. Uh, I guess we could talk about the uh, arcade scene. <laughs> so we, uh, to set it up, Jackie comes into the room. His hands are tied up again. Uh, apparently, he was, he likes getting tied up in this movie. Uh, and he's in the room, and there are a bunch of arcade cabinets in there as well. So Wong Jing was a huge fan of Street Fighter. Not not a big enough fan that he could get the rights to the movie, but enough for it to, <laughs> so he can actually feature and have actual Street Fighter cabinets in the movie. And those actual uh, arcade machines mm-hmm. in, in the movie. So like all of them were working, you could actually play with them. Uh, but for the sake of the story, uh, Jackie comes into the room and he gets you know confronted by Gary Daniels and has him cornered, but because his hands are tied, Gary Daniels makes quick work of him and hurls him across the room. Just like in every bad, bad writing uh, villain, instead of being a person up, you just grab him and just hurl him across the room. Yes. Uh, yeah, and Jackie crashes into one of the arcade cabinets and gets electric. Well, not electrocuted, but he gets electrified. Yeah, he gets, he gets electrocuted, electrified. Now, here's the confusing part. So Jackie Chan gets thrown into, just to repeat what you said, he gets thrown into the cabinets, he gets electrified, so that's what powers him up, you can say. Mm-hmm. But then when we cut to Gary Daniels, He's already dressed up as Ken from Street Fighter. <laughs> like, did he lob himself off screen into a cabinet that we just didn't see? No, 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 no. The implication, <laughs> the implication <laughs> is that Jackie is still fighting in real life, but he's he's um, hallucinating that he's in Street. They're all Street Fighter characters. Is that? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it I is. I did not get that at all. I thought it was. <laughs> He, you know, he gets electrocuted and he turns into a Street Fighter character. No, no, no I'm, the, this is all, this is all hallucination in his head. Oh, I did not, <laughs> I did not get that at all. <laughs> no, no, like the movie like is absurd in many ways, but it doesn't go into like the supernatural. So okay, this is clearly, okay. this is clearly just like a, a random homage to. It's like a, um, it's like a dream sequence almost. Yeah. Oh yeah. Basically it's a, it's a martial arts dream sequence. uh so um i don't like this (laughs) i i don't i don't like it like uh, a lot of people love this and i I hear i can already hear it like oh he doesn't like anything i don't okay i'll say this right now i'm i was never a street fighter person any but even if i was this is not what this is not like this is not what I wanted, <laughs> uh, you know. Because again, like what I said before, is st- still holds true. I wanted to see Gary Daniels show off what he can do, and 
even Jackie has said it before, you know, in, in retrospect, like he really wanted a fight between Gary Daniels and himself after while while they're in production of this movie. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, like, oh, I want to I want to test what Gary Daniels is capable of. And, you know, that that short lived fight we mentioned before was only a taste, you know, mm-hmm. and he wanted to like get a full full length sequence uh, with him. But we didn't really get it. Instead, we have this fight, which is all in fantasy lands. There's not really any real choreography. Oh, that's kind of harsh to say. There is choreography, but it's not what we think of for our format. Yeah, yeah. This is not a fight for us to break down in terms of choreography. This is is merely for comedy. This is merely for the visual visual spectacle of them doing a live-action adaptation of the Street Fighter II character. Probably, you know, I think I think why people like this too is the joke is that this is a better live action adaptation than any of the American films. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know something? This actually, a lot of people say that. You know, a lot of people. Yes, have I said know. That. A lot of people this, say that. I'll, wait, wait, but no one has mentioned the more obvious thing, which is this is the first Street Fighter like on screens uh, live action adaptation of Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the first, but it is done so illegally, I guess, because it, <laughs> yeah. because they don't have the IP. <laughs> right. Well, they don't have the IP. And also, uh, when Jackie Chan is dressing up as E-Honda, it's not E-Honda, it's E-Honda. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> yeah, you read that? Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they, he, uh, you know, he had a partnership with Mitsubishi. You can't have Honda in your movie. That's, that's, uh, that's a conflict of interest. So, yeah. So, we have, what, Dalsim. We have Blanca. Uh, no, Blanca's not in it. Uh, Guile. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, Guile. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. See, this is how much I know about Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have uh, yeah, well, Ken, is, Ken is Gary Daniels. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I okay, I'll, I'll, give, I'll cut this some slack and talk about some of the behind the scenes. So, and, and actually one glaring thing that um, we should talk about when it comes to the remastered version of this movie. Uh, so, they remastered... Pretty much the whole movie, uh, the, the the version that you can get a, a copy of, which we were watching. But all the shots with the visual effects you pointed out, they could not remaster. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, did they say why in your research? Because I just have speculation. Nope. I No, I don't I don't have any. I can't draw any conclusions to it. No one seemed to like actually point it out. But I, like something that we both noticed. It was like, well, that's very grainy. It, it looks yeah. like... The, it looks so like my the, uh, Super 8 version. Of yeah, my speculation is that, um, you know, this is shot on film and the digital effects are actually computer effects. So they probably scanned in the, the film frames. They rendered the CG on top of it and then they rendered out the CG. And that was like, that was what they got. And I think when upon remastering, they just, they probably didn't have that original film and those original files. So the highest quality uh, of that those of those cuts is what we see, and that's why it looks so grainy compared to the original remaster of the film. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, it's it, it props up enough in this particular. Yeah, it, it props up in other parts of the movie, like very very shortly, but here it, it happens just enough where it, it's very visible. Like, oh, there's a dramatic drop in quality. Yeah, it looks um, like oversaturated sometimes. It's it's a shame that they couldn't that they couldn't fix that, but I mean, yeah. you know, sometimes sometimes that uh that footage or that those files are you know, they're just lost to time. Lost forever, right? Yeah, well, I guess they weren't files then because mm-hmm. they could probably just, you know, everything was more uh, you know, manual at the time. Oh, man. Uh so 
outside of that, um, there I do want to talk about the you know what work actually went into this. I, I, I wouldn't say like it's it's not it's definitely not half ass. Like there's obvious effort that went into this. Um, so a lot of what you see that you know in terms of the fighting or the the posing that the characters had to do or the actors had to do uh, actually required them to actually like hold those hold those uh, poses because in real life you can't do a spinning spinning bird kick or that's not spinning bird well you can't do a spinning bird kick you can't throw you can't do a uh, ken spinning hurricane kick it's, it's hurricane kick yeah. there see i'm not a street fighter guy mm-hmm. um you know you can't do, throw those moves but what they actually did was like they just had these actors on wires and they just ho- told them to hold those shots and they would just spin, them, spin them slowly around, yeah. Well, it, yeah, but they speed up the footage. It's funny. It's funny that you say that though, because I'm looking at this one shot that I haven't paused on, and it's clearly uh, a mall mannequin that is dressed up in Ken garbs. <laughs> like that is definitely not the actor. This this thing is super thin, super white, and it's uh-huh. I don't know. Like harkening uh, back to what I said earlier, like that that uh-huh. do it yourself, um, low budget charm of these movies where it mm-hmm. it looks dumb, but like. I laugh, I laugh at it, but like in a loving way because it's just, it's so silly. It's a mannequin that's just spinning like on a table like that you can't see on camera. It, it, it looks <laughs> hilarious. Uh, you know, the, the one shot, okay, I, anyway, but before I talk about this, uh, just to echo what you said, uh, I don't know, I heard through the commentary, uh, you know, from, from Bay Logan, you know, say that like most of the shots were actual uh, actors posing for them. So like I, We'll give them that, like, uh, but I, I don't know. Like, I'm sure they had to use dummies when it was like more practical. Obviously, yeah. you know, they, like, I, I guess it would make more sense to have someone like have a dummy hold their leg out and spin that <laughs> rather than telling Gary Daniels, "Can you, can you stand? Can you have your leg out?" And we're just gonna spin you in a, on on wires. Oh no, he does it in a, in in some shots, and then I just coincidentally had it pause on one shot, and I could clearly, oh. I could very very clearly see it's a dummy. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I wasn't a liar. Good. <laughs> uh, you know, the one uh, one moment of this I actually find um, I, I'm still curious how they pulled this off is uh, when the Dalsam character yes, f- yes shoots fire out of his mouth. I don't know how they did that. It's <laughs> yeah. It literally looks like a flame is coming. Is like a large flame is emanating from his mouth. Oh, uh, you know what? Oh, is it double wait, exposure? You know, no, it's it's a very simple trick. <laughs> if you if you freeze frame on it right now, you're gonna see that it's probably he's he's doing it, but there's a like a canister behind his head. Like so, it doesn't look like it. It doesn't look like the flame's actually coming out of his mouth. It looks oh, like it's actually behind his head. I don't know. Like it, it, it looks it, it looks enough. pretty good because you know what it, it's so short. But yeah, I guess you, I guess the depth of the flame is a little off. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it looked pretty yeah. good. You know, it didn't look too far off. That could have burned his ear. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's very true. I don't know if they did. Um, they probably didn't do a split screen or like a comp, uh, composition shots. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, diving too deep into this because it, it is like it is like early use of visual effects. So clearly, there's a lot to be said here or like to, to hone in on. Um. Yeah. So we end with Jackie in drag <laughs> as Chun Li. Um. Uh, I don't have yeah. any, I'm not a street it's, fighter it's, guy, so like I don't. You know what? It's it's just cute. That's what it is. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I, it's it's hard not to kind kind of laugh at this at you know Jackie Chan, a grown man dressing in drag as the as Chun Li, and then doing 
he he's not doing a Chun Li move. He's doing like Liu Kang's bicycle kick uh, <laughs> at one point. But uh, does he do? Does she do the spinning bird kick? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, at, at yeah, the end. he does. At yeah, the very, at, very end, at the yeah. end. Yeah. Okay. So it's the spinning bird kick versus the hurricane kick, and they're just both twirling at each other. It's so it's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a camp value to it. Uh, and okay. Uh, me throwing the movie a bone. You really have to go into this movie with a, like an extreme camp appreciation. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I, I, out of Jackie's catalog, this this is like too too far gone for me. It's mm-hmm. too extreme, and I, I definitely don't you know don't look forward mm-hmm. to this movie as opposed to his other movies because you know those movies seem like they have more of like a centralized theme of like what his comedy is like. This is obviously taking it a little too far with the slapstick. The, uh, with the uh, cheesiness but I think the final fight is the saving grace <laughs> uh, between him and Richard Norton uh, I'm actually in <laughs> disagreement there oh yeah yeah I, uh, I I mentioned this earlier it's the it's those sound effects the the cheesiness of oh. it the the music is just too playful and whimsical and it's not out of place. Like I just, I think I just wanted something a little more serious. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also because at one point uh, Richard Norton starts using what are supposed to be these like metal rods. To, yeah, they're supposed to be cali sticks. Yeah, kind of metal cali sticks. But mm-hmm. he can't really beat on Jackie Chan using metal. Mm-hmm. So as he's flailing on them, they just turn into rubber because they obviously are these <laughs> just rubber poles. And you could see right. them bend when he swings and... So if they edit it fast enough, you don't notice it. But then if the shots just linger and he's just wailing on them, you just see the rubber effect go into play. And uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it kind of, you know, it kind of deflates the the impact. I mean, it literally sure. deflates the impact of it. So. Well, there's, there's, yeah, I, I get it, of course. Um, you know, I I hone in on more like the physicality, not from Jackie, because I always I always hone in on the physicality from Jackie. He does this... Um, this one, he does that spinning, uh, double spinning back kick to a uh, front kick yep. uh, in front of the TV stand. Great, great shot, great composition, like in front of the TV. So there's like a nice halo effect around them. Um, it's not against Richard Norton. You can see that it's, uh, it's a stunt double. And there's a lot of usages of stunt doubles, uh, not only from Jackie, uh, not only from Richard Norton, but from Jackie. I kind of spoiled it there. Uh, because, uh, because more beef. Wang Jing. Really needed to get his movie done as quickly as possible. And, you know, Jackie being the perfectionist, he's like, he wants to be in every shot. Unfortunately, for timing purposes, Wong Jing, you know, like, he's like, no, we need to do it this way. We need to use stunt doubles. Uh, you do this scene uh, and this other part of the movie, uh, and we're going to do this. You know, like, scheduling for scheduling purposes, it'll be faster this way. So, you know, you'll notice in this particular fight, there are moments where not only is Richard Norton using a stunt double, but Jackie is too. Um, so... A little piece of trivia there too. Uh, anyways, there's enough of Richard Norton uh, showing off his uh, martial arts talent, which is something else I wanted to hone in on because you know, like we we talked about in the Magic Crystal, uh, you know, he's he's shown how talented he can be with weapons, right? Yeah. And I don't know if you remember that movie. Yeah. Or, or I I Final Fight. remember that movie because I like Richard Norton's fight choreography in that film. Right. So here, uh, I mean, Richard Norton in general like knows a lot of like weapons. You know combat but he didn't know kali fighting <laughs> uh so wang jing likes to push him out of his element so uh in this movie he, he made him fight with the, the kali sticks and there's like an escalation here uh it starts with uh, uh 
Jackie being unarmed versus Richard Norton with the the, the Cali stick, and then it turns into uh, him versus uh, like Jackie gets armed with the these police batons, and we get this one comedic moment that lasts a little too long, which is Jackie Chan can't be hit uh it goes on for a little too long yeah i think that's kind of my problem with this fight in general it feels like it overstays his welcome with a lot of uh moments so before before jackie gets the um the nightsticks or the police batons uh there's a moment where richard norton is just beating on him and it goes into jackie chan moonwalking and you know you know break dancing in order to i guess mentally distract himself from the fact that he's getting wailed on with metal <laughs> and it's it, it, is it, it's it, cute but it's it just it's too long like i i wanted i wanted it to kind of evolve from from that a little quicker right yeah you want you want like to you know like like you said evolve but you also want to like just move on yeah. <laughs> move on from because this. because well, on. before that moment we got uh we got more choreography of him doing doing something similar when they're fighting on top of the casino table. Jackie Chan's dodging. He's like rolling out of the way. And then it cuts to his reaction of, oh, I'm hurt. I need to rub myself because I'm in pain. And that's kind of, that kind of echoes throughout this whole fight. He has, we have to keep on pausing for him to kind of uh, smirk at the camera like, oh, that hurt. Look at me. Try to like rub this off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm 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 actually kind of forgiving of that. I'm like, okay, yeah, like it overstays its welcome for sure. That that's my problem with it. Like, uh, I, I, we get it, we get it. <laughs> you know, uh, like it was funny the first I don't know twenty seconds, and like, it, but twenty seconds is a long time, you know, <laughs> in a fight scene. Uh, but like when this is lasting a couple minutes long, it, it's a little too much. And like I was saying before, once he gets the two nightsticks and he's blocking every move. That goes on for way too long because, yeah. like, like, now Jackie's like kind of taunting mm-hmm. him. Uh, he's he he's, again he like we get it. He's dancing to indicate that like he does not taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. But it was funny like at first, but you know not not so much right. anymore. And it's 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 a little dis- it's disappointing for me anyway. It's because like there is good choreography going on there. It's a little mm-hmm. repetitive because it really really is just Richard uh, Norton swinging like overhead o- on the sides, just trying to hit Jackie, but he can't. And you have that sound right. effect of like metal on metal or metal on wood, yep. and it's just oh, it, yeah. there is little variation to it. So you just hear oh, that yeah. like pinging noise over and over and over again. So it, it just gets a little right. irritating in that aspect. Yeah, that is true. That is very true. Although once they actually do break it up, I I, I felt like I had that thirty six chambers vibe. I don't know if you got what I, I mean mm-hmm. by that. So Richard Norton turns his cali sticks into two whips. You know this this magical ability to turn these sticks from from solid objects to whip. You know like flaccid mm-hmm. objects. You start like it's so now Jackie can't just block it because when he blocks it, just like in thirty six chamber, you know you block it at first, but then the whip just kind of comes around, and whips you in the yeah. back. Yeah. So, you know, and then Jackie has to adapt to that. And, you know, like now he has to, you know, because now the whip can grab onto him as well and, you know, flail him around. We see some semblance of things that I see Jackie would be utilizing later in other movies. So when Richard Norton has his legs curled up, he he forces Jackie to do the worm. <laughs> right, you know, like, right. He does that in Drunken Master, which got released the year afterwards. So you can see semblances of like Jackie incorporating his, you know, fight fighting in other movies. 
uh, there's a moment where Jackie, I mean, obviously Jackie has to incorporate uh, his environment and the props in the area to to turn to weapons. So he gets he holds onto a bunch of rods that are suspended from the ceiling. Yeah, it's like and he does art the installation fixture, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he does the Iron Cross, which uh, I'm very curious if he actually did, because that's a very intense, he, very difficult His, his face move. and his upper body are all turning red. I have a feeling he probably was able to do it to an extent. That that move takes years to master. So, yeah, if he did it, I'm very, very impressed. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's probably one of, the, one of the more impressive things I've ever seen him do. Uh, this is coming from talking about Jackie yeah. Chan here. And before that, there's <laughs> a really, like, oh, no moment where... Uh, I'm pretty positive it's Jackie's stunt double, but Jackie Chan puts on a helmet, and we get a oh, yeah. you know an over-the-shoulder shot of uh, Richard Norton swiping at the helmet, and it you know oh. it uh, clearly going off screen, and he's clearly doing it. Right, right. And I'm pretty sure the stunt man like ran away after that because that could have that could have right. been really dangerous to get hit like whipped in the face with that weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, oh, we we barely talked about the outtakes. So during the outtakes, you can see like the the mishaps that happen. You know when they're filming this, uh, you know the sometimes the whip would just completely wipe the the helmet off. Sometimes it would just smack the guy in the head, uh, and uh, Jackie would just be you know like basically just getting whiplash. Uh, there's this one really easy like simple stunt that Jackie's supposed to perform where he does a back roll on a table. But the in like multiple multiple cuts, the table collapses in on itself. <laughs> right. Because it's just a flimsy table. You'd think after and, the first uh, time they'd be like, all right, we need to reinforce this table. <laughs> nope. Yeah, or like let's not use this table. <laughs> let's use another table. Right. right. You would think that they would Maybe they have did. Maybe every new table that they bought <laughs> it just broke so easily. <laughs> Uh, right, so we have more comedic moments uh, with, with you know like using the uh, the rod that Jackie has now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, again, we, you want to see Jackie do his Jackieisms. Uh, you know, like his his move, his fighting, it may not be realistic, but it's grounded in you know real physics. But then he does this one move off of like this prop whale in the room. Mm-hmm. He jumps up and then he does like a a really aerial spin that's clearly wires, but it's like, it, it's not, but the, my problem with it is it doesn't lead into anything. <laughs> he's not trying to, he's like, he just jumps up and he does a bunch of twirls horizontally, but it's not like the next shot you see him trying to deliver that move. Yeah. He just does it. And it's like, what was the point of that? <laughs> yeah, so they can get him on wires. No, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you know, like you think Jackie, you don't you don't want to think why. Yeah, it, it, it does Jackie. it does kind of stick out like a sore thumb, similarly to mm-hmm. how I mentioned with Ben Lamb in his fight where he's just floating a little bit too much, and if you look for those yep. things, you're definitely gonna notice it. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Oh, that's what we do. We we look for these mm-hmm. things. The way that Jackie defeats Richard Orton, uh, it felt it felt appropriate enough. Yeah. It seems like something that he would do. Yeah. You know, he turns into seesaw. <laughs> Oh, right, right. He catapults him onto the stage, um, and then Mm -hmm. he explodes him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it's actually Richard Norton who kills himself. True, true. It's not like Jackie killed him. Jackie already killed enough people in the movie. (laughs) He doesn't have to kill the main guy. I don't think uh, his conscience could take any more death by his own hands. (laughs) Uh, Wow, it it feels weird, because now we're kind of just ending the movie. And there's, I mean, there's a little (laughs) more, but I don't, I don't, we don't need to talk about it. Well, yeah, yeah. 
I actually don't like the way the movie ends. Um, and no, no spoilers. We, I guess we kind of raised over the plot this time. Um, but it's really, um, I don't know. It feels like it should have ended five minutes earlier. It, it goes on a little too long. Well, it, it's weird because you get the typical, um, it's not a drone, obviously, but you get like the helicopter shot as it's, uh, you know, flying away from the cruise ship that they're on. The, the characters are hugging and you're like, okay, well, yep. cut the credits. But then we get more. <laughs> we just get more, <laughs> and I don't, I don't care. I don't freaking care anymore. <laughs> well, they have to. St- they have to end on a comedic note. Like you can't on end on the. Uh, well, they did. They did end note. on a comedic note. He he faints on on the cruise ship as the helicopter is flying away. That's not that's not cartoony oh enough. This whole movie is a fucking. I will cartoon. say I like. I kind of like the visual of the actual ending of Jackie Chan in a pool full of pool, full of <laughs> women <laughs> who are all kissing him and like you know and they're in their cleavage. Yeah, they're all kissing him and grabbing for him. So yeah, I, I appreciate that. Uh, and then he starts beating them up, and their clothes start flying on the screen. <laughs> uh, man, that's weird to end that movie that way because um, if, if it wasn't our format, I feel like there'd be more to say about city hunter um but because uh one i don't like the movie (laughs) and two we were uh martial arts uh choreography and uh action podcasts i guess that's like why we would end it that way but anyways this was like a very long i almost felt like a long history lesson on the the behind the scenes between uh city hunter and what eventually became of it which was high risk and then forbidden kingdom so I, i felt like this was very um very informative but we inadvertently ended up talking about city hunter which was something that i never wanted to do <laughs> and here we are yeah. well you know hopefully we're giving everybody their uh listens worth with this uh, another long episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> well we covered two yeah. movies so i i think i think we covered a lot of ground mm-hmm. today um zero this this was originally supposed to be a high risk episode but this now is officially a city hunter episode uh what do you think of city uh, I mean, I kind of mentioned it earlier. I like little things about the movie. There are some uh, funny visuals. I mean, when you think when you think about City Hunter, I think the Street Fighter fight definitely comes to mind. That's like the most, probably one of the more iconic things about this movie, uh, even though it's not really a good fight. It's just a funny slapsticky moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, watching the movie, I would you know I didn't really I wasn't really into it. It's uh, just not my cup of tea. Uh, yeah. I I I don't know. Maybe they needed to lean further into the perverted humor. Uh, <laughs> it was there. Oh, it just yeah, just these characters didn't care for story, didn't care for, and then the mm-hmm. fights are the fights for me are just okay. Uh, I mm-hmm. prefer the Gary Daniels. Is that it? Yep. Gary I Daniels. prefer the Gary Daniels over the Richard Norton fight. To be honest. Mm. Um, even though it's it's much yeah i know it's so much shorter but i just it it it, yeah like i i I think i'm I'm just a little too nitpicky with the richard norton fight Mm -hmm. but um yeah i don't think you need to watch city hunter you could watch (laughs) you could find the street fighter video on youtube i'm sure everybody's seen it oh yeah um i think i think the richard norton fight's good uh but i i think personally i don't like it though because of the comedy aspects that they keep on throwing in and it just feels a little too long for me personally but uh yeah you, this is one of those ones you could just watch all the the fights online mm-hmm. without context yeah okay yeah i'm in similar sentiment except i i'm not as lean as you <laughs> uh i guess you, you watch the street fighter fight um not because i'm recommending it on the basis of what our podcast is, normally does which is like oh this is an awesome fight you need to watch it i'd say watch it because 
like, oh, it's a parody of Street Fighter. If you like Street Fighter, you'll get the reference. But I, I'm not a Street Fighter person, so I can't I can't recommend that on the basis of being a martial arts uh, movie fan. Um, as but in terms of like recommending this any fights from this movie as a martial arts movie fan, I like the Gary Daniels fight. It's not it's not fully realized. So but so that's why I say it's not really worth checking out. Um, there's a lot of a lot of mispotential there. Uh, the Richard Dorton fight at the end is it, you're right. It goes on a little too long. I'm more forgiving, but I also don't fully recommend it either. <laughs> uh, I I like it, but it's it's like the one. This the highlight of the movie, and it's still not like a high recommend for me. Yeah. Um, it's impressive. It's definitely impressive. Uh, so I'll give it that in terms of like the like what Richard Norton can do because you know like I. We've only, this is the second time we have ever covered what he's, you know, him in a movie. Um, and I like him. You know, he, he seems like he has a lot of talent. So that's just me giving a shout out to him. Uh, so on the basis of those three fight scenes, don't really recommend it. But as a whole, the movie is really hard to watch, in my opinion. So I wouldn't even recommend it uh, like on, on that front either. And yeah, this is why I didn't want to talk about City Hunter. Because I know I'm shitting on a lot of people's you know, not Golden Child, but like a lot of people fucking love this movie. I don't know anybody who likes this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just know what I know is when you say City Hunter, people are like, oh, that's the one where Jackie Chan is uh, Chun-Li. Is in drag. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's yeah. that's the credit it has to its name. Um, that's not a reason to watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a reason to watch a movie. It's like, oh, it has that one one. 20 second sequence like that's not worth uh it, it does worth have it. uh the the crazy stunt of that we didn't mention of jackie chan running down the oh. hallway and the yeah. doors are exploding literally after he you know crosses their threshold and it's really him yeah. and he's you know he's just yeah he's just running away from explosions it's pretty intense and he finishes it off yeah. by fucking uh flipping over the railing and then landing on the on the floor below so it's all right no, no padding. padding very very impressive um yeah yeah that's city hunter yeah yeah that is city hunter um don't recommend it and oh, it's weird like it's it's weird like uh, this movie is so playful and i don't recommend it high risk is so like malicious in intent and i highly recommend it <laughs> So I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> well, I mean, high, high, high risk has the more competent plot. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I don't like the characters in high risk that much. But um, yeah, City, I just don't like City Hunter. I don't like that story. I don't care for any of these shenanigans going on. Like they, they, they stuffed in too many of these B characters that don't do anything for me. So yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, we got to we got to finish this. Uh this 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 trilogy we gotta talk about forbidden kingdom no <laughs> no i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna schedule that movie <laughs> that is that is like our um break glass in case of emergency like we we exhaust all martial arts films options and we have to talk about forbidden kingdom yeah i don't when would that be like we're already in the apocalypse <laughs> You, you, uh, you, Zero recommended that we should watch, uh, Muay Thai Dunk. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch Muay Thai Dunk over Forbidden King. <laughs> I want to watch that movie. I like the trailer. I'm, I'm really curious. 